You're listening to a Mash Those Buttons production. Visit us at mashthosebuttons.com. What is going on, guys? Welcome to Double Tap. This is Mash Those Buttons podcast dedicated to the FGC. I am, of course, your host with the most here in the building, Crash, a.k.a. Dre, a.k.a. Mr. Shades on the inside at all times, locked away in my windowless fucking studio, as per usual. And I've got, of course, my two guests, my two uh, prison guests, <laughs> I guess. Not even say guests, my prison my prison mates, man, because if, if I'm locked down, best believe they're also locked down because they probably weren't too far away from me when I did something. So I got Static G in the building, of course. I got Meza. What's, What's going good? on, fellas? What's up? Try not uh, to be hanging in there. <laughs> hanging in there? Shit, shit. Yo, it's the laziest right, so Monday. My Mondays are it's, off, it's, but man. It, you know what? I say it was a lazy Monday up until like an hour or so ago, which we're going to get into for sure later on this episode. Yeah. Uh, if you guys have been keeping up with the fucking Twitter feeds and all, FGC is kind of in a little bit of a fucking turbulent yeah. time. Fine but we're print. here to discuss, thank you, the fine print, the legalities what the fuck does it mean? Is Capcom killing grassroots? We'll find out yes. later. We're going to talk about that. But okay, I guess we find out. All right, the show's over. Later, guys. <laughs> no, I was just kidding. I don't, honestly, I, I wanted to wait to read that with, with everybody. Like, I, that, I, it's it, it's going to be... It's gonna. We're gonna do a breakdown of it, but once again, let, let me get through this intro. Welcome, guys. This is Double Tap. This is a podcast dedicated to everything and anything in the fighting game community. Uh, we appreciate you guys hanging out with us. This is episode number two hundred and fifty-eight. We're coming fresh off a really sick two fifty-seven. You don't know who we had in store last week. Go check out that previous episode. Some great insight. Ironically, we talked about the beginning of esports, beginning of Street Fighter. Now we're in the precipice of what potentially is going to be the future of Street Fighter events. So if you haven't, go check out that previous episode. Shout out to DJ Wee for coming through for that. All right, guys. So we're getting into it right now. We've got a couple things, a couple of house items we're going to talk about, some some updates, some things we want to bring up, and then we'll get into the randoms and, of course, our focus attack. Shout out so once again to everyone that's been listening, everyone that's been reviewing, giving us feedback. We enjoy the feedback. We'd love to hear more. If you haven't already, make sure to follow us at Double Tap FGC. Uh, we're on iTunes. We're on Spotify, everything. Anywhere that you can put a comment, give us a review. We would love it. I'm trying to show this show off in front of some people, and I would love to get your feedback, to hear your <laughs> honest opinion on whether or not we're worth their time. All love to those that are going to do it. All right, let's jump into a Fighter's Corner. I want to start off a little mild. Uh, I mean, KOF 15's been out. Oh, yes. Uh, Static has been fucking playing it like crazy out of all three of us here. If you haven't caught already on his streams, that's Static Gorilla, of course. Uh, you've, been, you've been going in on the game. How? Just give, give me a quick... You know, impressions on it, how you feeling? How's the netcode, the characters, and the competition right now? Netcode can vary. Um, mm. it depends on you can tell when somebody's on Wi-Fi. Like it's oh, it's yeah. that it's that drastic. Um now again, I think more on PC it's bearable, but I've been watching a lot of Chris G as well. He's playing on PS5 or four, either one. I'm oh, pretty sure playing it's five. On PC. I'm playing on PC. But on PS5, okay. you can see a lot of Wi-Fi players. Um, but that doesn't take away from the game being good. Um, I think the game is rem- reminiscent of 13, more than fifth, more than 14. Um, really? It's very fast-paced. Okay. Uh, when you get into the real gameplay of it, it's I think it's pretty fast-paced. Oh, you're playing me being angry. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm running Kukri, Robert, and. Um, king um as you can see here but um overall there are some really strong characters as it's always been like i i know right i mean i'm hearing off the rip vanessa roberto 
top two. Oh, yeah. I think that was no. like fucking Coach Steve's like latest fucking so, tweet. Clark has that can, it just can vary because even Rome himself. I love starting off mm. the round with that. By the way, just big fireballs, <laughs> um, with Robert. So the thing is, you you have people that are just like Joe is obviously the character that has the longest combos right now. I don't know if you've been seeing like uh, Nemo putting out. Com- I don't know if it was Nemo, but Chris G's yeah, practicing yeah, it like I, every I, day. I, I, I hear I hear um, Nemo's suffering out there. He is not loving the, just, the grappler, grappler, the grapplers yeah. in According this game right now. FTC Translate, yeah, and um and the other one. Um, so the problem that I'm uh seeing is Roberts, mm. Leona's. Roberts not terrible. He's very ordinary mm. guy. Let's say he's Ken. I think. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Solid. But uh, the Leona, right hand's very dangerous. Leona's a big problem. Ralph is a huge problem. With yes, his with his ten his foot cuts, his ten foot kick. Um, yeah, let me see. The Tim of the games. We've we so we identified the yeah. man with the Tims of this game. Elizabeth is doing well. You've got uh, Temple Nut who won Winter Brawl with uh, Elizabeth. Shout out to Temple Nut, by yes. the way, for sure. Um, one uh, one with Elizabeth Hydern, and I forget the third. Probably Vanessa. I thought um, he had Vanessa. Yeah, yeah, I'm like pretty sure he has Vanessa. Um, but then yeah, I mean, I don't see that there's any been like. I haven't seen any Rios. I haven't seen Maxima. I haven't seen... I see a lot of Clarks. Um, Clark mm. is your grappler. I think people want to play him more than to play King of Dinosaurs. Um, mm. But other than that, like, strong characters, I, I think, like... Isn't the problems Terry are, up there? Like I said, Joe. Terry is very I, up there, yeah. Terry Terry is up there, but Terry isn't figured as out. much... Yeah, exactly. Mm. I think Terry, like, his initial impression was like, holy shit, like, he mm. is... He might be, like, kind of almost the best of what he's ever been. Yeah. But now that like it's settled a little bit, it's marinated a bit. Uh, he's there's the the the, the strong cracks are just, starting to show. Yeah. That's Still exactly strong, it. But I don't think unfair. That's exactly it. I think people the characters are showing their strengths um, right now, and then the more we get used to it, it's sort of like a a, a very regular meta of a game. I think it's healthy right mm-hmm. now yeah. where we're getting a lot of people play all these different characters, and sort of like how Guile was broken at the start, you know, but uh, oh, at the yeah. start of uh, Marvel Two. But now you've got, you know, actual people playing it. Like this angel I was playing here was actually quite good. Um, and I don't think a lot of people are using angel because of her difficulty. So once mm-hmm. we start seeing the angels come out, like she's going to be top tier. Yeah. People, she's really sleeper right now. Um, yeah, she's, she's hitting, I think she's Ramon is another sleeper character. Um, I'm pretty sure Marco really? Polo is going to show up with Ramon and going to show up with Yuri pretty soon. And you're going to see um, Marco Polo doing all his work with his characters. So I think he's the best in the Northeast by far. Yeah, definitely. I mean, he's been Especially playing he... since, since KOF 13 or even further further before. Was that? Yeah, he... What about Athena? I think she's busted too. I think she has every really? tool, right? but nobody's using mm. her. I think she hasn't like fallen her. off. Oh, well, that, the hate for her. I think, I I think guess just everybody hates her. Touch her. What's his name? I mean, uh, Perfect Legend just put up a video like, "This is cheap. I can't block this." Which it was like her mm. doing her overhead kick into her tele- into her uh, drop kick move or the rolling drop mm. kick, and then teleporting behind and getting like a dub. Like mm. there are things that people just know to hate, and like I think he, I think K Dash is going to be one of the best characters, but he's really hard to use. I mean, O two U M, he was pretty damn good. Um, yeah. I know. I, I do know. Like, I'm. I'm kind of curious to see when people mm. finally start playing more of like the tournament meta. If we're gonna see a lot more of that Yuri come out, the yeah. Kios, because that's kind of the standard, mm-hmm. right? You know, they're the safe bets, but they always have all mm-hmm. the same tools that they've always had, just more. Well, that's that's the other problem I'm thinking that the game is having is that nobody knows where to really put their characters and their team. Uh, mm-hmm. I think Kukri is actually a good point character because he doesn't really use that much meter, um, and I think that. Uh, 
you know, we don't we don't really know where everybody's supposed to go. Um, and there was something I missed. I was about yeah. to say. I, I ideally, mm. and when it comes to team base, right? Like mm. the three positions for that is you've got battery, right? Yeah. Um, I technically in assist games, like the second one's like an assist, right? Because it's a good assist for battery. Floater, in other words, yeah. your point character. Um, but second should be can be you know somewhat you meter usage, but it's still supposed to be kind of like utility. Um, while anchor is the one that's like. Everything. If you have not used your resources, like you give this character the five bars and max mode, it's like you're getting deleted on a touch or something, right? It's supposed to be kind of like that ace in the hole. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, figuring out where these characters are gonna lay and it's gonna take some time to see. that confirm? I'm know, just saying. Sorry. That was Sorry. ridiculous. Sorry. That was actually kind of stupid. Do you think but that's like where we're at right now? Where we're trying to figure out who's the battery, who's gonna be the utility, who's gonna be the fucking anchors and such, because that's that's gonna help optimize how your options as as the match goes on, right? I actually have a question for Gabe. Do you feel like after playing the game so much so far, like every character kind of can fit almost all the roles that you've seen so far or played, mm. or do you feel like no. it's it's still and that was kind of old school? No, because that was my next point. Like, who has good lows at the same time? Like, you need you're gonna have you have Robert who can just confirm three LKs into EX Tatsu and just mm. diminish your health. You have Joke who can do the same two lights into jab into a normal a command normal and just steal your health um uh, vanessa does the shout same outs thing. to i was gonna say shout outs uh of course to i think zeo serp uh mm-hmm. zeo serpe i think yeah it, it, in the, yeah in, uh, in the discord he 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 went up and was streaming and was just showing some really sick breakdowns on vanessa if you haven't had a chance go check him out on youtube and on twitch uh but he broke down vanessa and was just like yeah off of you know, a couple lights, like we're talking 50%, 40, mm-hmm. 40, 490 damage. And then I was there actually watching him and he was stating, I was like, yo, this is, you know, one of the reasons why she's so good, right? That that easy confirm that you can then, if you have the resources, you can then like, I mean, I don't want to say it's easy because you're clearly, you're linking, you're even doing things like whiffing normals to help the timing on it um, with certain combos. But he then goes like, oh yeah, she's good. But like uh, Dolores can do more damage with the same kind of route. Like mm-hmm. I was like, oh my God, like, so, so yeah, those characters that can kind of explode from those, like I said, I, I say easy confirms, but they're not easy. You have to identify that you're getting them, but yeah. something like two lows or three lows into whatever your, you know, your Rekka or your, your DP or whatever your move's going to be to, to kind of continue on your EX, whatever. Um, it's going to be like one of those check marks, like in fucking Dragon Ball, like, right? A 5L, like a, a low that can, you know, a standing low or a two or a true low, right? A crouching low, right? Some characters don't have it. That's an instant like drop. It's a, it could be as important as having a three framer in Street Fighter, right? It's going to be one of those check boxes that's going to be a telltale sign how viable this character is in terms of in terms of difficulty to make them work, right? Doesn't just because the character doesn't have it does not mean they're not good. I want to be very clear there. Right. Just because they don't have it does not mean they're not good. It's just you know they're they they won't have as many options as certain certain instances as others that do have that yeah or they fit into another part of the team sorry good it, yes no yes. i was just gonna say it just definitely feels because I, I play a lot of elizabeth lately uh mm. but i also play a lot of benny maru like they're very different from their 13 and 14 counterparts uh in different aspects right so in 14 benny maru lost his uh his follow-up after his mock kick he to the flash kick he lost that yeah but he got it back so that kind of made him like back closer to that 13 but elizabeth mm-hmm. got a, a bunch of new tools a bunch of new uh routes for her combos which are easier i am curious to see because i'm also noticing like 
Keo has different routes. He has the ugly route, the the routes that's no longer doing, you know, KOF 13, crouch short and uh, crouch leg kick into crouch jab, you know, and then go into mm-hmm. whatever the hell you want. Um, and, and that's interesting because they're taking away a little bit from these uh, stronger, older characters and they're revitalizing how they're supposed to be played, I feel, or at least going backwards even further. And then I honestly, there's like half the cast I still don't know anything about, which is very interesting because. Right. We're kind of in that, like oh. you would always say, we're in that Christopher Columbus, uh, you know, era where we're just trying to search and figure things out. Yeah, discovery yeah. time. I, I think, yeah, uh, I think one character I've ignored is Dolores. Apparently, she's super good. Yeah, she's. Mm-hmm. I like I'm her. hearing she's hella strong, and you know, it, considering she's like a new, to you know, always the edge, new character mm. built for oh. this game, built for these mechanics. They're going to be built a certain way, and because she's new. You can't like instantly go back on historical matchup, right? Not like a King versus Kyo or a King versus K or Angel or whatever. Like you can't really reference them because there's no fucking historic record. So yeah. this character is coming in swinging and it's gonna look strong because no one's gonna know what the fuck to do against her right now. I think Temple Nut was using uh, Isla. Oh, okay. Ooh, okay. Yeah, nobody knows what the hell she does. Even yeah, that's another character. I honestly, yeah, honestly, I have no idea what the hell she does right now. I have not looked up. I have not seen Tech as much on Twitter. Um, with those, with some of the new characters, as much as you know your your usual suspects right now. So I mean that's yeah. going to change. People are going to start being like, okay, let's see how these characters are gonna are, are gonna end up playing out. Um, but that's just like how we're at. We're we're just discovering a lot. Um, of course, like we said, winner brought 3D pass and shout outs to to fucking Temple Nut for winning. So there's gonna be some matches already there that we're gonna see early. And nine times, I want to say maybe eight times out of ten, the characters you're seeing in the beginning tend to be strong for quite some time. I.e. some some of them. Could last a long time. Some might not. You know, i.e. your your kid booze and Dragon Ball, your fucking Rufus from like Street Fighter Four was viable all the way to the fucking end of that game. Mm-hmm. Um, in the right hands, you know, I mean, in in the right hands, yeah. true, in the right hands, but you know, still had the tools there and ready. And then some could power creep and become, I mean, potent way later down the line. We're always gonna see that weird uh, pseudo power creep where there's that specialist who just likes that character, yeah. and it's yeah, usually it's someone who's really good or a counter pick that becomes very viable for the future. So I, oh. I feel like we're gonna probably see that down the road, especially from. Um, but like Ronaldo, uh, Reynolds. Yeah. Um, yep. Um, yep. 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 who's the one, who's the one guy? I always forget his name. You've got Rome oh, himself. We, who's good on the East coast too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I, I will know, say a lot have... of the South America is going to, going to show us oh, yeah, different sure. characters when we but come to see that. And I would say China. Yeah. I would say that in China, they tend to mm-hmm. bring out some things that we normally wouldn't from uh, North yeah. America, at least. So I, I don't know. Even, China, the South America, they're very different. They're very unique, but they also will play the top tiers that they need to play. So I, I'm kind of curious to see where the, not the meta, but the the unique stuff comes out from. Sure, for sure. So we can only wait and find out. It's only been like barely two weeks since the game dropped. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the next couple of tourneys, weeklies that we're seeing online, I think like TNS is doing fucking KOF uh, now. Uh, so that we're, we're going to be able yeah. to start seeing how it will overlap over time, which is awesome. Um, next level's been doing and on it. that, yeah, yeah. Next and level's TNS, definitely been doing it. Luki, mm-hmm. all of them, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. On on that, that note, uh, something to to bring up, of course, is uh, is the sales, and this is going to be interesting because it was posted up, and like it's kind of the only reason I bring this up is because people have already been like, oh, dead game on arrival because they're seeing the actual software sales right now for KOF 15 in Japan, physical copies only. Uh, a little over nine thousand. Uh, 
it, people are tripping out like, oh my God, that's like nothing. Well, remember, Guilty Gear Strive in the same week for them, they did 11,000 physical. Um, so yeah, just to compare apple to apples, you know, that does not mean anything right now. Um, the game has sold way more sense. And even if you add something like stream, uh, steam database, there was, you know, fucking damn near 10,000 users started when the game dropped on steam. So that's just on steam alone. Uh, so, you know, the numbers are definitely going to be creeping up. The numbers are going to be added. It's going to improve, but I just wanted to put the nail in that one real quick. Cause I started hearing that as an argument and I'm like, that's doesn't. That doesn't compute. It's I mean, like, yeah, sure, it's nine thousand, but it's Japan and it's physical copies. Like, people have to uh, yeah. have to also realize that right now we're in a, a weird phase with like COVID, kind of on like that. We don't really know if it's ending, but it's not like it's been just getting started. Where people are stuck in a house, still people are still getting out. So mm-hmm. you know, the sales are going to go down from that standpoint. But also, you got to remember, there's like two two games that just came out. Forbidden West came out, as well as you know, Elden Ring came out. So and. Pokemon's been kind of still taking a lot of people away Spoiled. as well as Lost Ark. So a lot of those games, King of Fighters came out at a weird, scary right, time. Right in the a- midst of a lot <laughs> of things that come out. Yeah, exactly. And we are already a niche community as it is. Yeah. Now you're going to add it to a lot of this mainstream stuff that people have been looking for, right? At this point, I can't even fucking say we're FGC. Fucking everyone's playing Elden Ring. Yeah. Fucking Punk, Snake Eyes, fucking the world. Slim. Uh, uh, everybody's just... Doctor man, everybody... Everybody, he quit, he quit that already. He, uh, <laughs> he's fucking uh, playing it. Everybody's fucking playing the goddamn game. Just so you guys know, I, that amazing. was a funny, quick funny story. I was watching him play, and he was like, the first hour, he's like, goddamn controller, just won't fucking work. He's like, terrible game. <laughs> Finally gets it to work. I don't know, maybe like two or three hours in, he's like, mm-hmm. man, fuck this game, man. It's just, <sighs> he's like, it's Dark Souls, yeah. all right? There's levels to it. I don't yep. hate it. But I hate it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you have to hate yourself some kind. And I already play Guilty Gear, so I don't need to take on another game I hate myself in. Um, so uh, with that, uh, you know, a couple other things to round up. Uh, Dragon Ball Fighters, obviously. Lab Coat 21, she's out. Oh, my God. Uh, she yeah. came out on the 24th. Um, we're letting some time for that one to go through. I actually want to, you know, talk to some of the players out there that I've just been, you know, tweeting out just like how they're feeling about her and see if we can get some maybe some some, pay to win. some clips from them we can throw in pa- yeah no, that's been, no, that's, that character right is fucking pay to win she's, man she's, yeah. she's pretty she's, fucking I, good I've, uh, I've been paying attention to all the tech and this five dollars <laughs> five dollars seems to go pretty far here uh Worth some it. of the most ambitious dlc to date apparently uh who would have <laughs> yeah. guessed they said she um, was like, she's replacing super saiyan for Kuchita right now Jeez. Yeah, I mean, it's people, not bad. Dude. Actually, you're right. You're right. People were stating online. They're like, "Yo, you thought GT Goku right. was a fucking problem when he dropped this character. this character is like worse." And she's, I'm just like, "That is scary." Every tool she has the OTG. Bro, she has the no flash command grab. We've talked about. I'll so. I'll find it for you guys mm. later. But she, and this is just this is just off of what you probably may have missed. She has a scenario where she does a, uh, does her overhead. She can instantly mm. go into command grab, and whatever you press, she automatically outwins. She has priority. Oh yeah, that's stupid. I can't wait. I can't wait for Arjun to come out with a uh, Nerf Twenty One video. That's gonna be so <laughs> great. Like the a moldy bagel too. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be ridiculous. I'm just more excited for that than anything else. But yeah, she's out. She's been out for four days. We're gonna do a quick. Uh, we're gonna do a a, a a lap back to her. Uh, in if not next week, the week after, once she's had some more time to to settle in. So. Uh, with that, uh, just quick follow up. Of course, uh, you know Street Fighter Six got announced. We did talk about it a little bit last week in in, in that episode with uh, DJ Wee, but um, you know, I've been a lot of hubbub about it. 
we kind of, you know, if you weren't aware, like Capcom dropped the trailer and that trailer happened at the end of the Capcom uh, uh, NA finals. Not even NA finals, it's no, just, just finals um, in general, right? Because, yeah, yeah because they had um, exhibition finals. They had Daigo yeah. and them. Yeah, the exhibition finals. So, because they had Daigo and them to be the last one. Um, you know, and we got to see uh, Ryu eye punch Boulder's Redfield, apparently, yeah. with, uh, so- with Ninja that went to the gym. So wait a minute. Wasn't apparently there's a somebody was saying that if we put it if you change the aspect ratio, it looks normal. Correct. Yes. Yeah, I've seen this trailer has been picked apart, and we're not about to do that here. It's been right. picked apart like insanely. We know Capcom bought an eighty dollar Adobe stock. Oh yeah, I'm not going to talk about the logo. Whatever. This is this is that's, a thirty. Oh, yeah, for the logo. This is this is a thirty something second TikTok in yeah. my eyes. It doesn't show us <laughs> gameplay. It doesn't right. show us really fucking anything outside of go uh I almost said Goku, Jesus Christ. Out of uh Ryu having a fucking beard and they kind of foreshadowed that in like funny enough in Luke's trailer for Street Fighter Five where he was fighting Ryu with the beard and all that. Mm-hmm. So they were kind of like showing us that. like, oh okay. And he's got scars on his face. Another big thing that came up is obviously, you know, the way they look. Like Ryu is the whitest he's ever fucking been. The dude's clearly still working out. Good for him. He should be in his 50s or something like that by now. Um, but, you know, even when we watched it, because we watched it live on reaction, yeah. actually, for that stream, you know, one of the first things I, that I thought of is like, oh, shit, this, I'm pretty sure this is the RE engine because mm-hmm. uh, Luke gives a very particular type of facial animation um that was very prevalent in the way like the like the way the face moved and how he smiled and such and just how it's overall like lighting it reminds me a lot of the re2 re3 engine or the re engine that was ran for resident evil 2 resident evil 3 it's just you could kind of just see it right there uh in between the glimpses of all the color splash and all yeah which is completely fine like a lot of people are giving a lot of hubbub like oh my god it's in the re3 yep. engine it's gonna and be the most realistic street fighter ever i don't Not doubt this is, the case well i don't doubt this could be in game it could be a game, which is perfectly fine. Resident Evil uh, 2 looks pretty darn yeah. legit <laughs> the way yes, it is itself. Yeah, absolutely. But, I mean, in making a fighting game, like, can you have just a, an elaborate background? Because, I mean, in RE2, they were... they Okay, if I can just gush a little bit about RE2 and 3. They made RE3 a year later, just yeah. using the same amount of space, pretty much, because they were in the same area. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're not. Well, but what I'm gonna, saying is, like, nah, you got I'm not to gonna make, harp on RE3 and how they gypped us out of so much <laughs> fucking content. Agreed. But I'm saying, like, they used a like, a shell game? of a game. No, yeah. it was it was forty or sixty. That was forty. Might have been sixty. I bought a discount. One of them like, was forty. Many years later. Um, yeah. but what I'm trying to say is that like you have to make multiple stages. I don't know yeah. what it is with game with some fighting games. Like, are like is KOF using like I think KOF looks great, but like are they using most of their power on like the stages? Like the mm-hmm. memory, because I downloaded the game. I'm like, that's a lot of memory to not be a hugely graphical game. Yeah. And I think it's still beautiful because of the background. It still I looks good. Backgrounds yeah. being deep. But when you look at, I don't know what Street Fighter is going to look at with its backgrounds. Like, will it look yeah. RE8-ish? I don't know. Who knows? But I, I, the, one, the one thing I wanted to bring up was the engine, right? We yeah. said RE engine is what's running it. And a lot of people were just like losing their minds, like, "Oh my God, this is gonna be so realistic! It's gonna always, it's gonna definitely look like Devil May Cry or Resident Evil." Not the case. Uh, took to Twitter and uh, what is it? Uh, Leo BGK uh, had an awesome graph to state, like, you could get a variety of looks from the same engine that could look completely different from other fucking games. Uh, for an example, Unreal Four, it's the, it's what powers Final Fantasy VII, the remake. 
it's also the same engine that runs Street Fighter V, right? You can't compare those two games graphically. Clearly, Seven looks insane. Mm-hmm. Um, and the RE engine. Fucking, you had Devil May Cry 5, but I was also Monster Hunter World and the fucking ghoul, Ghouls and Goblins like remake or re-release that they had. Like, it's the same fucking engine. That does not mean it is stuck to a particular style. So, yeah, this... But, but in hindsight, there were some... I think either be those people in the industry or, or some people that were commenting on, they were stating like the way the, the foot was moving, the way it was set up, that those were potentially in-game models that they were looking at there, um, which I was just like, regardless, if it is cool, it's going to look amazing. Yeah. It's going to be moving so damn fast. I'm not really going to notice some of these things sometimes too. I'm not really going to be focusing on that. Um, but I mean, it's gonna I, look great. You get to see the sweat down reused back. I think <laughs> it depends if they go the same route they did with uh, Street Fighter Four, where they kind of give us those bigger models to kind of see all the details a little bit more. Granted, it mm. wasn't the best. It was yeah, really good. It was for definitely its time. more stylized. Yeah. It was going more for that art style. Um, uh, not Bangus or, or or maybe more maybe uh, Akiman style, just mm. a little bit. I forget who the artist was. Um, I feel terrible for for not remembering off the top of my head. Uh, but yeah, definitely they 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 moved the slider a little bit more towards stylized. Street Fighter Five is like a weird in between. Like it's not super realistic. Obviously, but characters are still stylized, but it's not. But it's not. But it's still a little cartoony. But it's like not super cartoony. Like some characters still look correct. Um, I mean, you know, some people are like, "Oh, how could you compare?" Like God, God looks great in five compared to four. I know there was a tweet on that, yeah. And like God looks amazing in five. Actually, I think he looks incredible. Um, than he did in four, but um, yeah. I just want to put the rest. Like you know, RE Engine, it's gonna be flexible. Capcom knows, you know, more or less I, what they're doing, right? Like I know they're gonna come up with something very unique, and it's gonna, yeah, you know, push the 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 series in a certain direction. We just gotta adapt to it. Um, I think we're so fighting game players. Okay. Good, good. good. All right, good. Oh, I was gonna say, Max made a point that the previous games, the recent games that were out by Capcom, where they're on the engine, were actually quite good. Um, yeah, we're not gonna talk about. There haven't been any fighting games that have had it actually. No, so no, this will be the first right, one, right? So, like, I mean, I haven't been disappointed because I haven't played any of them other than RE. <laughs> yeah, I mean, exactly. that's not a disappointment. <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. It's not wrong. Exactly. Fucking Nemesis get, looks great. Yeah, sure. I'll, I'll he's got a nose, to, but whatever. I'll get to uh, Devil May Cry eventually. You know. Yeah, Devil May Cry definitely, definitely do. It was really good. I, I feel like um, real quick. I was just gonna say. I feel like people have to also realize that there's certain games that are meant to break that that mold and to push yeah, the limits. Absolutely. And fight, absolutely. fighting games kind of has not been there to do that i know like we've seen mortal Kombat really push the limits for the blood and the animations and going above and beyond but there are other games that have not been able to do that because that's not their mo and that's not their model yeah. style so i yeah. could see this kind of working but it just depends on the route of like like you said Dre, it's the the art style right is it gonna mesh with what they want to do with this project i've seen unreal like like you said final fantasy 7 remake phenomenal looks beautiful but Mm -hmm. that's within their range of what they're looking for like the new wukong game that's going to come out Mm -hmm. that one's going to look super amazing and are like isn't that unreal 5 is that unreal 5 or is that Unreal? i believe that's unreal 5 but still like you know we're we're, they're still close to that range that you would think okay can they push it and it's just Mm. I, i don't i don't think that it's unrealistic for them to do it 
I just don't know if it's, is it going to be too many polygons? Is it not going to be worth it? How's the server's going to hold it? It's, uh, yeah, there's so many little chug. things. You know <laughs> it's going to just fly. going to already sound like a jet engine when yeah. it just starts up. Like we, they, we'll they're see. thinking about those things. We don't, mm. obviously we're just looking at like, what are the graphics going to look at? What are the yeah, gameplay? Yeah. So, I mean, I, I reserve judgment. I think they're going the right route with whatever they're doing. It looks good Absolutely. so far. And plus, guess what? Whatever they choose, what the fuck are we going to do about it? You're going to fucking change their minds? Sorry. Just don't buy it. That's shit. really it. It's like that, you know, if you don't yeah, like it, don't, yeah, don't look at right. it type thing. Um, in the meantime, speaking of buying, something you should buy for sure. Uh-oh. Uh, if you didn't catch also the announcement uh, besides Street Fighter Six, they, of course, had the Capcom Fighting Collection that's coming out uh, for the 35th anniversary. We also got to see this live. Ten yes. different games all being bundled together. Some uh, incredible IPs. Some that have never had a console release, uh, like Red Earth. Yeah. Never had a home release. Uh, so some people are probably like, what the fuck is a Red Earth? Uh, and some definitely some fan favorites like Puzzle Fighter, uh, any of the Vampire Hunters, a.k.a. Dog Stalkers, of course. They're bringing Hyper Street Fighter 2, the one that was exclusively to the Switch for the longest time. That's coming in. Cyberbots. Um, yeah, these games are all coming through. And the reason I'm stating... Make sure to buy this is because Capcom in the past have stated and have you know been been upfront about it when they've released some of these retro games, i.e. Darkstalkers, them releasing this and the purchases from it is going to gauge the interest of the consumer and it's going to help in figuring out the decision on whether or not it is time to bring them back. Darkstalkers may not in 2022 actually be dead. Which is something I never thought I would have ever fucking said ever since that fucking trailer. Um, so you know, I think it was um, Macabre Monster on on Twitter is really he's a he's a, he's a game developer and uh, an awesome artist. Like instantly went to Twitter like, yo, if you want Dog Stalkers to happen to make a new one, buy this collection. Yep. And he's right. He's absolutely right. I mean, not only to, of course, you know, if you enjoy the other games, Red Earth, Hyper yeah. Street Fighter 2, Cyberbots, Gem Fighter, and Puzzle Fighter and such. Yeah, sure. Yeah, fucking go buy it. It all has rollback. It all has rollback. Yep. So you really don't have nothing to fucking complain about. If you're already on Fight Cage, you're on PC, it's like, eh, whatever. But if you want the likelihood of potentially seeing a, a, a brand new Darkstalkers, buy this. And that's not even 100% true, but it's more than likely going to help. So go buy it. Go play it online. If you haven't had Fight Kid, you don't want to configure a PC or don't even have a PC, this is also an avenue for you to go and enjoy these games completely online I mean, on proper rollback. Wasn't the last one like $40 and it came with like this amount of games? I mean, that's still good regardless. Even if it's 60 if you realistically look at it, $60 a game right now, you get like this uh -huh. many games. Uh, I don't know. Good. I, I'd enjoy it. I definitely would. I mean, I have the, what, the 30th oh. anniversary? So Yeah, it's like the 30th anniversary collection that and stuff. Now was a disappointment. A little bit. 30th little anniversary bit. was a disappointment. It was all arcade mods or arcade ports, but at the same time, mm. all games were not online. This has all games online. All games <laughs> are online. Yeah. And they all have rollback. It was very short in the trailer, but it showed it. Um, They're learning. Mm -hmm. And yes, exactly. And that means that the future of Capcom games could have rollback. There's a lot. Yeah. I mean, as we were all saying before, <laughs> all of this mm. was obviously, you know, a, a, how would I, dare I say, uh, letting us know that we're listening, that they're listening at least maybe, or that everything right, was intentional. potentially putting a right. potential offer like, hey, y'all, yeah. you Every, know, everything you in guys here, want Doc Stalkers? And uh, everything in here was intentional to the countdown. Yeah. And, and they knew mm -hmm. that everybody was going to see this. Like, hey, 
Yeah. I even, even I was watching, I was looked up on YouTube. I read in Street Fighter 6. I watched non-FGC people watch it because people were like, I want to see Resident Evil. And they're like, yeah, it just came out last year. They like, thought Resident down. Evil was, and also it's right. like during a CPT event. Like right. that doesn't, like, well, make it doesn't fit in sense. at all. Those people didn't understand that until they saw. Unless oh, they came out with a Resident Evil fighting game, right? Like, take us from fucking left exactly. field. Like what? But like, <laughs> or like a Lost Planet battle, <laughs> like a Lost Planet um, arena game. Like I said, oh, I keep saying every year they should do it. Um, but I'm sorry, yeah, like, you'll never get that. I know I won't. It's a great um, game though. I never played it really. I just think it would be a great idea. Um, one and two, three was like. Oh yeah, we don't talk. And, about then, the, and then the robot was in Tatsunoko. So hey, you yeah. know what? Even even this would have been a great opportunity to bring back Tatsunoko versus Capcom on all platforms. Okay, yeah, so? I would have been a problem. I, I think it doesn't think, fit the theme, but it would have been nice. It's, in, it's due for one, but because it's a Nintendo property, it probably won't. Yeah, I was speaking say. of that, we'll get to that soon. Nintendo properties. Well, yeah, yeah, we'll get to that. So speaking of rollback, I mean, honestly, that's really all updates uh, in terms of games. You know, there's nothing much going on with Strive right now or, or Melty. Um, this was like the standard. I mean, besides besides Tekken Eight, fucking you know, trending on Twitter because of Street Fighter Six and fake Tekken screenshots already coming out. Like Harada knows he's like, oh shit, they made a move. We gotta, we might have to figure oh. something out soon. So, so real quick, this actually made me think about this uh, real quick, and I know this is a little sidebar, but they started implementing into GGP, well, Fightcade. They started implementing ranked. I wonder if there's some way they're gonna tie it to this. Capcom collection, which would be pretty cool because then they they open up the door, right? You know, people who have had it for GGPO can still play, mm -hmm. uh, who maybe can't afford it. And I know it's a little money. Weird yeah, yeah. It's just you're, a cool you're talking about down the road. money, dog. Um, if down you the road. didn't pay for it, Capcom ain't gonna fucking support that shit. You got that illegally. As a matter of Did fact, I, they're gonna come to your house. You don't know. They gonna arrest you. I don't even play that. That's what they're gonna do. That's what they're gonna do. <laughs> Fuck that. But ain't I do no like that. That's the, in the fucking now. world. Let alone Capcom. They need to get every penny. I do I, like that this is standard. It's just a rollback. So speaking of company fucking moves and rollback, we kind of have uh, a little bit of... Uh, uh, we had an announcement come out of left field. It's uh, put Dragon Ball fighters, players on potential life support. Uh, but yeah, so uh, Wada-san, which is the uh, Persona, uh, uh, Persona 4 Arena Ultimax producer, took to Twitter uh, what looked like to be his bunk bed. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know about you guys, I but that. I was kind of looking on the background more. I was like, bro, where are you at? Like, is this your working That's studio, studio bro? A, like, do you sleep up there and you just Listen, code down here? That's crazy, beds man. near the ceiling, more room. Yeah, more right room by the everywhere. window. Anyway, anyway, he took the Twitter to 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 hit us with <laughs> a banger of a hit that was heard across the world. They're planning on releasing rollback on P4 uh, AU this summer i think more specific they say summer but more specifically i believe the date is march um and they're looking to you know to continually support it which is fucking crazy so continuing the trend yeah, yeah available 317 oh okay excuse me uh this version for steam is coming out on the 17th but for playstation 4 excuse me the playstation 4 and steam version that are going to come out no, no, um, rollback netcode coming to PlayStation and Steam summer 2022. Yeah, which is which means this is available 317 2022. It's right up here. We yes. haven't gotten the re-release. That's what I'm saying. 317 yeah. is a re-release, <laughs> but the summer yeah. will have the rollback netcode. So you're gonna have a couple months of of if you ever needed to fucking convince that, ever needed to convince fucking somebody, be like, bro, do you want to know the experience of having rollback? I mean, not having rollback and then getting rollback. 
Well, you're about to have fucking at a minimum three months of that before it drops. That's assuming it's in June. It yeah. could be fucking August 30, uh, 30th, which is technically it still summer. It could be September so, 20th. You know, you're going to hold that. could be September 20th. Technically, yeah. It doesn't end there. But, you know, praise be to the rollback gods uh, with Atlas and, and uh, coming in and, and just allowing, blessing us with the ability to continue to support a community that has probably been in struggle mode amongst other communities also been in struggle mode because of online and just this rollback trend is just continuing and once again just dragon ball just dragon ball fighters are just like see this they just, they were most likely on some shit like <gasps> mama mm-hmm. just oh, my last word just please uh, i mean get the seven dragon balls Get the roll back. Don't, uh, don't worry. P4AU uh, Nintendo Switch players are in the same boat. Son. <laughs> you're done. Son. Why? Like it, it, like, it just had, like, now it's becoming, I think, like a bingo board of fucking games that are getting it and are not getting it. You can't escape the fate, your fate of rollback or something, or your rollback fate is like the new thing. It's fucking crazy. And it's awesome to see. Don't worry. I'm fucking yeah. hella excited with alongside a lot of other players that can play, you know, some of their favorite games in reliable online settings, right? Because, you know, that's. You know what it is? It wasn't a fucking priority before. We can go back now and enjoy these games. I look at it like nostalgia now, right? Because before, we a lot of the older games, we can't just go back and be like, let's just play online. Nah, it's, we got to still sit next yeah, to each other because that's what it was. Yeah. But now we're like, hey, yo, yo you want to you, you wanna move for some P4A? You know, I haven't played in a bit. Yeah, sure. Yeah, boot it up. Let's go. Like, it's fun now, right? But mm-hmm. at the same time, I have to be real because I hate when people are like, Oh man, yeah, it's coming back. This means it's gonna be fire. It's it's the new thing. No, it's not the new anime fighting joint. All right, it's already had its time, but it will get played just like it, how central it will, it will have a nice encore to continue. Exactly. Is the biggest thing. It might not necessarily come back as strong. It'll come back. Might not be at its peak as before, but it's gonna be hella better and more accessible for more people to continue to enjoy. To continue to be fucking bought because then Atlas can now still make money on a fucking port and a version of a game that has been out forever. Go on. No, I'm just curious uh, if this. Oh, good. Sorry, you go. You go. No, you're good. You you were in the middle of a thought. Go ahead. Uh, I'm just curious to see if this is going to just lead to them building the income to be like, okay, you guys finally got the release. P5. Let's go. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, is this P5? Is this the P5 fighting game setup? Is, is this, this what is they're this what doing? We're seeing, right? Yeah. Is this their and, their their chance of doing that? And that's where I was going was that with with the popularity off of P5, like how many more people are already going to be playing this now uh, mm-hmm. with that IP? I mean, I didn't know what Persona was because I I didn't play the 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 RPGs at all prior to on PS1 and all of that. Mm-hmm. I didn't know Did about you play it until the dancing one. Never nothing, nothing. I didn't oh. know anything until um they came to like the the first biggie major that had the game. It's where I met uh, Copervol yeah. and and uh, Grover. Grover. So like, yeah, I didn't know what Persona was at all. And then I see people paying P five. I'm like, oh, okay. So I guess there is a huge fan base. It's got five prior games and all of that. So the IP seems pretty strong. So we're probably gonna see it as like Dragon Ball. Now I don't think we're gonna see it as Dragon Ball levels, but we can definitely see that in the future if they do bring another P five arena. That would be or there's AP. A, there's a big strong cult thing. following. There's a big yeah, strong for sure, follower. For sure. Like they're like the Shin Megumi, yeah. like the Shin Megumi. Shin Megumi Tensei. Yeah. They're not like that. They're a lot bigger, but they're they're still a cult follower. Yeah, it's still Atlas. Like yeah. it's funny. It's like Persona, Shin Megumi Tensei, <laughs> like fucking uh like Yakuza. These are like all franchises that like fighting game player and oh, even and also Dark Souls right now with Elden Ring and shit. Like there's like certain franchises that just like fighting game players will then just always like 
recommend. I wonder. It's just like that same circle. I wonder, and I know this is like really left field. What if For Honor like remade its system to be like an uh, like they get all the Dark Souls characters and they put them all in one? It's just a fighting game. Like that would be pretty sick. I'm not gonna lie. Isn't it what? Isn't it what it already is though? It's called I Sam mean, Show. It's kind of. Shut up. Yeah, basically. Yeah, you're talking about, about Sam Show. Talk about Sam Show. One yeah. wrong move, you're dead. What was his name? Um, Sam <laughs> Show. <laughs> oh, <laughs> homeboy from Sam Show. Yeah, yeah what was, was what in, was the was guest character Show. from? Full oh, Honor. it was uh, the the warden. Warden, uh, warden okay. yeah. And was that? I'm just saying, it's about that time. <laughs> yeah. So, so with that, um, this is going to be our only kind of like evil related topic because there is another one I wanted to get into, but it kind of leads on to what's happening here. So we got hit on Twitter as well uh with an announcement of an announcement the usual mix up there uh march 8th which will be next week which will be the day after our next show uh 5 p.m pst eight o'clock our time here on twitch.tv forward slash evo the 2022 evo 2022 tournament announcement show will go down uh of course it is happening in vegas and but this has not been the only announcement that went through um with kind of no one i don't want to say no one remember um Evo's been, you know, Evo's been purchased by PlayStation, uh, co-owned by RTS and such. Uh, it, it's, it's, it's got new overlords, right? It's not just the Cannon Bros. Even though they are most likely still involved, you got cats like, like Rick, the Haro that are managing it all. That. You, it's still in good hands. But you know, at the end of the day, Evo is an umbrella, an event, an umbrella for a lot of other franchises, a lot of other IPs, and a lot of other companies. Um, at this point. Uh, looks like this will be the first Evo, or rather, moving forward, uh, Super Smash Brothers will no longer be a part of Evo. Nintendo has chosen not to continue that legacy with them this year. In the future, they hope once again to celebrate Super Smash Brothers community alongside them. So it seems like, from this verbiage here, that it's on Nintendo's hands, because I don't see any reason why Evo would want to part ways. But because they they instantly stated right when PlayStation bought it, everyone's like. Oh my God, Evo's never going to go PC. You're not going to be allowed Xboxes. You're not going to be allowed this. It is just Sony World, which they outright, you know, Mark Man went out like, yo, we are open to all platforms. It'd be very stupid of them yep. to do that. Same reason why PlayStation owning fucking Bungie and Microsoft owning Activision. Like, oh my God, these games are going to be fucking uh, proprietary only to their consoles. Expansion. Like, exclusive. No, competition is still a thing. It's not going to, like, there, there, there is a part to play in all this yeah. uh, between these companies. But Nintendo, being Nintendo, you know they have their own, you know. They I do, think they saw their opportunity. Thoughts on the competitive scene. They their own opportunities I that mean, they can create, yeah. and 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 they don't they don't have the greatest track record of supporting. Right, you know, CISA desist Evo. I mean, had yeah. issues with other events. Project M. Even their uh, own uh, what arms was didn't do too well. Fucking yeah, uh, like they like, tried to get into the Splatoon game and that they did that yeah. whole trailer for that and that just that blew up. This this just a lot of like uh, look Nintendo's they're family fun. Let's be honest here. So at the end of the day. You walk into the FGC. I don't know where the family fun part is. Yeah, it's somewhere in there, but it, it's just not. It, it's not Nintendo's mo. And I mean, it does Sony. Okay, look, I want to ask the real question. Does it feel like this is a little salt in the wound? Like they of were course. just kind of like they had the dude holding up the smash, and they're like, "Yeah, you're gone forever. It's fuck out of here." Like I feel like Smash is still gonna have its events, but this is also kind of like that. It's kind of like what we talked about, DJ. We I feel like this is that separation moment where we don't have yeah. con- we don't have control over it though. It's just and, a separation. And, he was and, talking and about it's this always it's always been a thing. The developers slash publishers will always have 
the power to do this. TOs, no matter how big, Evo, Combo, CEO, Frosty, big events, they have no power over what the publishers decide to do with their IPs because it's their IPs. Let's just, like, I've said it before and I'll say it again. That's just facts. There's no, there's no arguing that. Um, but, you know, some people are stating between Nintendo's actions and their attitude towards, obviously, Smash and their community and then other aspects that could be potential things. Because we don't know. The only people that know are the people that fucking made these deals, inked, inked them, and, and made that decision. Uh, you know, it's like between Nintendo's thought process on that, PlayStation's acquiring of Evo, uh, maybe the partnership that, you know, Nintendo did make with Panda Global early, uh, late last year in 2021. You know, they... They don't need Evo. Let's be very clear. They yeah. don't need Evo. Um, they're they are selling as much as they are as they ever are or more now on the on the merits of their IP and their game. They don't need Evo to do it. Evo's just though it's a great celebration of community, of competition, of passion and love for a game. Um, they don't need that. They don't. It's not part of their business plan. It's just something the community built, so they can easily just say like, "We don't have to be a part of this." And you know. Keep in mind, uh, I, I was going to say, keep in mind, Pokemon Worlds is, does well for itself from the TCG side oh, all the way to the, some other that's things. That's more the IP than, that's more yeah, the IP but, than anything. But that's, the, but that's the thing. Like I feel like Nintendo will be able to still pull it off if they want to. It's just it's just an investment. Are they going to invest, right? So that that's where the Smash community kind of, I feel like the Smash community is back to square one. They're like, we're getting this support, but now we're separated. Are we really going to get the support? Because, like, think about it. Before, it was, like, TOs and other parts of the community pushing for them to get supported still, yeah. right? Now they don't have that full backing because they're not at these tournaments because a cease and desist will happen. Um, I feel bad. I feel bad for Smash players because now they have to navigate this political water system that they may not want to. And even though they have kind of been technically doing that, it wasn't it wasn't only focused on uh, the whole community. It was focused more on those top people who were helping coordinate that. Now it's affecting all of the community to the point where yeah. they're just all going to have to deal with it together instead of it being like these top people, you know, communicating with other TOs and whatnot. Now it's spread throughout the community. community has to Happening again. You know, yeah. remember the world like the tour, tour, right? The, the Smash World much. Tour that was working on over $200,000 up for grabs and such. Uh, Maybe even more if what I can remember. And then that, you know, that didn't work out. And um, I mean, eventually it did come back, but probably not in the capacity that they were expecting or wanting to. Um, but, it, you know, like I said, this is, this is Nintendo's call. They can choose to do this. We just have to sit back and take it. It is what it is. That's just facts. With that, that's going to be it for our randoms of the FGC, but it's going to be a great segue because the idea of a company potentially killing the grassroots or the future of a fucking scene has now been not just in Nintendo's fucking uh, ballpark, but now it's Capcom. So with this week, we have a focus attack. This was a very last minute one. This came within the last couple of hours. We even tried to see if we can get some uh, a guest to come in to kind of elaborate on things, but it's something that I have a good amount of insight on because of just my experience in the field and what I've, I've done in the esports scene. So we're going to talk about it together a little bit, talk some of the points and just some of the pain points that I'm hearing that people are stating um, and, and just give my two cents. I mean, our two cents in general. Um, I've already like fucking hit reddits with, with some, some of my thoughts, <laughs> but we're going to do it right here live on this podcast for sure. So 
If you don't know what I'm talking about, uh, the Street Fight, uh, uh, Capcom has just released the Street Fighter V community license agreement uh, for different territories, for America, for I think it's the other ones, Japan and EU. Uh, basically, if you're not aware as to what this is, this is a community license. In other words, it's the agreement, it's the rules and regulations if you're going to run an event with the Street Fighter V IP attached. Now, let's be perfectly clear. These things are not new. Like, might seem new to, to fighting game scene, uh, but this is definitely not new in the realm of esports. You do fucking Fortnite, you best believe uh, 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 Epic has hella rules on how you can run a Fortnite tournament, an event of any scale, uh, per scale, as it scales up, scales down. Fucking Apex, Valorant, League, Legend, Legends of Runeterra, fucking Call of Duty. These community license agreements all exist the difference about that and fighting games is just like we can easily stand up way more events than a, a, a team any kind of team-based or land-based kind of game because there's just way more a lot more involved in that us is like give us a couple setups fucking we'll run a weekly could be 500 pop bonus 20 dollar buy-in 10 dollar venue could do that in a fucking matter of hours get the call out you think this was in response to the amount of views last week had received like the of amount views? of the amount of interest on street fighter 6 no so this is this is why okay so i think this came out because one of the first things that i was talking to uh some colleagues about and some peers is is the timing right street fighter 5 is on its on its on on the uh, at the end of its road right we we have street fighter 6 it's coming out it's been confirmed showing off this is the opportunity for Capcom, or rather, I believe Capcom saw this opportunity as the time that's left for Street Fighter V until Street Fighter VI, because clearly, you know, they built up an esports uh, 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 system and, and ecosystem for it that they can apply this license to at the last bit of Street Fighter V to one test the grounds mostly. That's the biggest thing that they're testing the grounds, testing the waters, and two seeing and you know the the uh, the 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 feedback and the actual reaction to it and then 3 through z is any unforeseeable issues that they are not aware of to fix by the time street fighter 6 drops so when street fighter 6 drops these are the rules and we already have a year in you're just changing the number of the game it's still going to be the same format right it's still a 1v1 game i mean to our fucking knowledge it's a 1v1 game it could be 2v2 3v3 5v5 who knows but the general idea of how the game will play how the events are going to run it is more than likely going to stay the same so they can apply what they're doing with five fix whatever issues plug up any any leaks and apply it to six when it eventually hits the esports scene so uh that's the timing there is what makes sense to do it is now um because like i said it gives them the most amount of time to fix these issues on a game that has already been proven to you know it's already you know casted its lifetime right now so um a lot of this stuff may seem kind of confusing or even intimidating uh you know cats like even arturo took to twitter and was just like can someone explain this mm -hmm. uh, funny enough i even replied and i was like bro like it's actually pretty typical it's actually nothing here is insane but because it's the fgc because we're fucking so far behind the times on so many things you know, yeah. it's like new to us so we it's like if we haven't seen it it's new even if it's been around for years already like fucking definitely has been for years 
It just hasn't hit our doorstep, I mean, and it finally is. This is a step towards true esports. Yes. So I want to I just be very clear. This is a step towards true esports, but that does not mean, I want to keep stating this, that does not mean it's going to kill grassroots. Yeah, I mean, look, I've... Okay. So far, <laughs> so far. I mean, I, from what, from my interpretation <laughs> of it, it does not mean. And my experience, I don't believe it will. And we'll explain that in a second. But go on. So I, I mean, I've mostly read through the first half, which I feel like that it's pertaining to more of the companies and event organizers and whatnot. Yes. That stuff is typical. Like we had that even when I did a yeah. Blizzard event for her, her uh, Hearthstone. Yes, yes. That's Blizzard normal. events, everything. They will like, tell you you cannot typical. say specific it's, words. This license grants you the ability to use, you know, royalty free to operate, use, and perform in game connections with organizing, hosting, and producing events held in the territory that meets this criteria, aka North America. Uh, you know, events are known as events. Uh, anything that has to do with the name, the logo, the, the box art of the game is called game assets, you know, to promote the game, the territory, the continuing rights. In other words, like the ability to. So, this is where some of it is like definitely in their benefit, right? Which is like you need to. Um, any match footage and such like is available to Capcom to use for whatever stake could be promos, could be marketing, whatever, and be able to, to include the sound effects of like the game, the participants, the spectators, the audience, and the, the, the commentator footage. Like it's all in Capcom's favor to use it, which once again, I want to talk about this on both sides on their end. It makes, it, it makes sense because we're using their product. You're buying their game. You didn't develop it. You have no stake in this IP whatsoever other than the fact that you're running an event. They are like, okay, you can run an event. We just can use your promo for whatever at royalty free. Some people might be like, that's fucked up because you're using people's images and likeness. Uh, well, you know what? They kind of also have another section for that here in the, in, in the, uh, in the contract about every event has to make every participant, every person that's going to be there sign that they're agreeing to that it's here in the fucking contract to state that they are signing away their image to be used by capcom for whatever purpose because if there's a hype moment another evo fucking 37 happening or rather 39 they want their hands on it fucking someone pops off they want their hands on it uh you know because it's all free marketing to them right the events are all free marketing that does not just include the fact that the event's happening and it's being put in front of a bunch of people and the stream itself but everything else you're developing they, that has a Street Fighter brand in it. Once again, just the Street Fighter brand, they have fair use to. Which, once again, it's their fucking property, so it makes sense. Like it, it I that's mean, actually nothing really out of the ordinary. I don't know if you caught it. Uh, none of the events can have can be over two thousand dollars. Yes, that yes. Was a I'm, big going, thing. I'm going. Okay, I'm going. I'm going into. Order. Right, so this is the qualifying criteria. There's there's a couple. Like I said, people have gone to Twitter instantly. Like holy shit, Capcom, you are killing us. I run weeklies. If I run it with two hundred dollars a week, I'm gonna hit the ten k cap for the year, and then I'm gonna have to apply for a license. It's like hold up, hold hold the phone, hold hold the phone, like relax. Let's take a second. Um, there are particular points here, and I'm going to give you my rebuttal afterwards. So, yeah, in the qualification criteria, in other words, for your event to qualify to be allowed to run Street Fighter V, your community event must meet the following criteria. Your event involves the gameplay of the game by participants. Duh, right? Needs to have the fucking game. The prize pool for the event must be set and clearly disclosed in advance of the event in, in the event uh rules see section three below for that and it must be under two thousand dollars usd per event 
The prize pool within any given 12-month period must be under 10000 In other words, you can't do more than $10,000 in one year. The sponsorship contributions must be under $5,000 per event. And the total amount of sponsorships you can have in a year, 20000 You cannot uh, do cable over, air, uh, over the air TV. In other words, uh, linear TV. Because uh, clearly they're pointing it more towards your Twitch, your YouTube, your Facebook, fucking Trovo, Juked, wherever the fuck else it's going to. Um, no manufacturing or sale of merchandise products based upon the game assets are permitted. That's an interesting one. Uh, does that mean we're going to get rid of fucking dope combo breaker merchandise? Or it just has to be like, you know, no, it has to be Street Fighter list, right? In it, right? Well, I mean, um, this, this is the same thing that TPCI did. So I, I'll tell you this real quick because this kind of blends into it. Uh, if we ever came up with a shirt that was third party that wasn't TPCI on their personal stream that they were having, you know, Nintendo run for Pokin, what would end up happening is they would give us. So when we went to Florida CEO, I think it was like 2016, uh, they gave us personalized TPCI shirts, and they were like, "Oh, that's that's the shirt you're wearing. No, you're wearing the TPCI shirt now because." We don't support third party. On top of that, they would also see if your name had a Pokemon name in it. Uh, you would also have that also taken out of it. Like they were very strict. Mm. So this kind of makes sense why they're saying no manufacturing or you know kind of selling our merchandise. And you as a participant, if you are using a name of theirs, you might be selling it. Unless unless you're officially partnered in some way yeah, with them. Exactly. That, that's the that's the part it also doesn't show. You could be a yeah. vendor and be officially partnered with Capcom, gone through the proper paperwork and say, Hey, yeah, these guys are allowed to sell. That doesn't mean that no other merchandise can exist, but there might be some extra hoops. Um no man uh what is it? Uh you may not charge any fee to spectators to participate in an event. That one is fucking weird. I'm not gonna lie, I've read it like several times and I'm trying to really understand. Like you may not charge any fee to spectators to participate in an event. I don't know if that is... Like, you can read it one way stating you can't make a spectator turn into a player or are you cannot... Uh, 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 what is it? Charge a spectating pass? Spectator passes? Which is fucking Well, I mean, weird. that would like, make them participate in the event because they're watching it. So that's participation. Yeah, I'm... In a sense, that's how I'm going to take that, it. I would take it like that, that. Once again, this shit is meant to be written in the way to keep it fucking vague at times because mm -hmm. of the, the 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 ability to be wiggling around with it, right? To yeah. be to to have that leeway on whatever side if it ever comes up. Um, you know, like, well, Capcom, you said I didn't have to charge spectators. And they're like, Yes, but a spectator is because they don't have it fucking defined here, right? Um, and what it means to participate. Like what is participating? If I'm a spectator and I decide to buy fucking candy or buy into the fucking i don't know giveaway am i now participating in the event or do i have to play to be a participant you get me like yeah. that's where it gets fucking yeah. gray and i fucking hate it when they write these things like that mm -hmm. but that's just you know they this is clearly drafted up by lawyers so you know they know yeah. how to fucking write it away so that to, they can get around it to, if they need to. to get around shit if they need to and that's right. the thing i think they need somebody from either capcom to just let us know what it is because there's i just mm -hmm. saw a uh, space boy talk about it on twitter um mm -hmm. very disappointed and my dare i say confused about it all mm -hmm. because there are people are like people are even in the comments like but you've done this before like you cared about this before what is the difference between last year and this year yesterday and tomorrow uh you know last week and this week what's the difference between february and march like who knows? I mean, we need a bit more yeah. clarification because people are going to read it and 
now that you put mm-hmm. it out there on their was it the Capcom Pro Tour? Is it it was a CPT? Yeah, CapcomProTour.com. Yeah. Yep. Once you put now that you put it out there as a Capcom Pro Tour thing and a lot of people follow that, it's not yeah, just a lot of tournaments go by that. Right, yeah. Right. And it's as a standard. Exactly. So what are they talking about? And fun fact, they can change this contract or this agreement at any point at any time. And you're, it's your responsibility to read it if it changes. Yep. Like, there's no fucking I mean, notice. Th- you They're gotta, just like, we're going to change it. And if we do change it, you better keep up with it. The so they fu- could be like, oh, you fucked up. Like, what do you mean? I'm going by rules. We just changed that rule yesterday. You fucked up. Like, they could do that. Which is uh, fucking especially because they can they're going to be reinforcing it it seems like they with the whole what's just coming up next which we'll talk about i'm pretty sure yeah um, this is this is where it's going to get interesting with that um but one last thing to put up here on the qualification criteria for the avoidance of doubt this agreement only covers events it does not grant a license to operate permanent commercial establishment establishment e.g arcades esports bars like land centers and shit that have a, that I, there's a commercial, there's a, a permanent commercial use. So we're talking about like stand up events, you know, one and done, your combos, your whatever, like that, they're not there all year round. There's going to be, which is fucking, once again, normal because these commercial places that are permanent, they're businesses, they have to apply for an esports license to be allowed to run events because technically they could go uh you know they could scale small to like community level size of like you know you're only doing uh, uh no more than two thousand dollars per event to fucking you know ten twenty thirty a hundred thousand dollars they need to get that fucking green light from capcom before they're even allowed to do it like before they even announce like you're supposed to get the go ahead because there's other factors that are coming into this now like um that Technically, they haven't even applied here yet, but could very much still have in a fucking chamber ready to go, which is like, if a CPT event is happening a certain weekend, they're within the right to be like, no one else is allowed to do a Capcom event this weekend. They, they did that with... Five even days. if it's online. I think... Well, did they already they did do that? that? They did that with... Uh, it was like, I think two years ago, or th- like three years ago, or four years ago. They did that with uh, the Big E event in Midwest. Uh, uh, the Midwest event. The Midwest event actually had the CPT, and Biggie actually couldn't run his because of that. And they actually relinquished okay. him from doing that. But he had the world, so, second world tour one, so that so, was that was like a so, situation. So that's definitely uh, like, but now Capcom can really push it on on their own. Like, yeah. if Capcom is running an event that weekend, they could straight up say like nobody's allowed to run an event this weekend. That's crazy. And if you go and stream it, they could cease and desist. You know. Cease and desist you. Well, yes. they would force um, you to buy a community. I think first you would get fined, and then you'd have to pay for uh, a license for it. it because it doesn't stay anything about fine, but yeah, the license is definitely something. Well, I mean, so, the whole legal, you know, they yeah, have to so, take so legal here's the action. Thing. So here's what's going on. You know, they're, they're setting limits to, to events, how much you can give out on an event, how much a sponsorship can give out on an event. At like this basic level, this doesn't include what the esports license is, which I have not seen yet. I don't know what the esports license is going to be different from the community license. Uh, but esports license tends to be for a grander, more higher scale. Um, if you're planning on doing really bigger, bigger events in your, you know, maybe you're a, a monthly or a solid, decent major or something like that, and you're trying to do big, big event, you have to go through an esports license with them. There's probably more restrictions or there's more scrutiny in it. Um, I don't know. Because I haven't seen that released yet. You can only just like apply for it. I haven't seen any any other way to to see what the changes are. But I'm assuming because I have seen these esports licenses um, for other games, and yeah, it gets it, they get 
they get pretty ironclad and pretty tight, you know, with what an what iron fist type of deal. They don't let, they don't really let up on that. And I don't see Capcom not doing that either. But the one thing I want to bring up to this is a lot of people just tripping out. They're like, oh my God, bro, my event, mm-hmm. my weekly here or my monthly I do here. I'm going to be very fucking honest with you guys. In my years, fucking years of fucking esports experience and actually running uh, and dealing with companies and developers and publishers, these community events, especially at our level, because our community events could be, you know, holes in the wall, could be, uh, uh, you know, not not the big, and then can, we could just stand them up like fucking cockroaches, bro. We, we, we're hard to kill. We're everywhere. Like, I realistically do not see Capcom going after grassroots events. They're not going to care as because, much. Because, for one, there's fucking too many of them. And to waste, not waste, but like to put the money into trying to regulate that is just fucking bonkers. And two, what the fuck would they get from it? Like, I don't see them coming in outside of maybe saying cease and desist. And then someone says, fuck you. That just means like, oh, you're never going to be a Capcom Pro Tour. stuff. like, bitch, I don't give a fuck. I'm just here to press buttons and have a good time. I don't give a shit about your circuit. I bought your game. I'm playing. I'm, I, I want to stream it. I want to throw a couple of dollars. Doesn't mean I have to be part of your ecosystem. Like that's the thing that's gonna happen. And I'm like, and and they'll give you a slap on the wrist, and that's it. Like I don't see Capcom going to fucking you know just because you said it earlier, Gabe, like fucking the lab or something, and, and and going to sue these guys or something like that. What are they gonna get out of it? The fucking shop. It's almost like you're gonna spend more money, go through litigation. Are they gonna go through Bum's house? No. Come on. Are you gonna go to Bum's house? Right. You're gonna fucking I mean, yeah. Like, uh, well, are you gonna okay. do? Are you gonna shut that shit down? Like, come on, man. Like, it, it, that's the thing that people instantly tripped out about. Like, do you honestly? I have personally done games that have been in the five figures, multiple five figures of prize money, and I've had Epic, I've had Riot come to me and just be like, "Bro, what are you doing?" I was like, "Oops, my bad. I didn't know." Worst I got was a slap on the wrist, and guess what? Fucking a door opens there because now they knew who the fuck I was, and 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 it boomed into you, a partnership you, instead. You, They're not gonna like unless it's at that level. Unless you're putting Buku money out like that, fucking, yeah. I don't believe Capcom's gonna Nintendo. give two fucks about what your event does. Uh, that's uh, that's what I was actually gonna. Oh god, Gabe, you said not. No, Nintendo. I was just gonna say it's not Nintendo. It's right. not gonna cease and desist. I, I am afraid to say this, but. Uh, yeah, I agree with the smaller, you know, people, smaller tournaments, they're not going to be touched. Grassroots no, is really not. No, but, like, and, and it would be stupid of them to do it. It's grassroots. Yeah. It's literally the fucking community that builds you up. Without grassroots, you do not have an esports what, scene. Like, you just don't. Why would you go after them? What it's I stupid. could see them doing is going after some of these bigger streamers like HOC and saying, it's kind of like the hacker mentality, right? They go, okay, we don't want you doing that without our permission. But better yet, how about we give you permission? And now you're on our team. It, it's going to be the transfer, the takeaway. The it's other never side be the of other that yeah. is, is not about killing it. It's more about getting accountability and just keeping it on lockdown. It's like just because Capcom is putting out this community fucking guideline does not mean you can't run your event. Right. It's not. It's it not just a, means. It, it's not a uh, it, uh, conduct. What's it called? Um, exactly. It. Uh, a code of conduct. Right, it's not a code it of just conduct. means you have to now go to this site, go to the bottom where it fucking says run your event with Street Fighter V fucking uh, uh, Champion Edition and put in this fucking information. I don't yeah. got a sponsor. I'm not it's, paying more than this. <laughs> this and the other. They're going to leave you the fuck alone. They're going to be like, okay, cool. As a matter of fact, that might even lead a door to open up for you. They might say like, bro, you've ran this event for the past year consistently. You've done pretty good numbers. You know what? 
we're going to throw you a bone. For all you know, like Capcom's like, you've adhered to the agreements. They're like, and you've done good. Know, we oh like the God. product. I just, uh, I just you know thought. what? We want to, we want to give you uh, 200 bucks. We want to give you 500 bucks. We want you to be another small little stop or something. Hold up. I just thought of something. This could be their way of finding out who's running stuff so that they can send any betas of Street Fighter 6 or even playable demos of Street Fighter 6 ah, down knows? the line after, after they first show stuff in in June. I'm just saying, not saying it, it's going to be real. It, I'm just saying, like, this it, could be their it opportunity is not to see all, who's there. It is not all doom and gloom. Oh, there is it a code really of conduct. My bad. There, there is a code of conduct, of course, which yeah. the code of conduct, uh, let's be real, it's like, obvious. this is nothing new. This is normal fucking, shit ever across the board. They said no excessive swaying and screaming or threats. Okay, the threat part makes sense. You shouldn't be telling, yeah. like, yo, I'll fucking kill you. Like, you shouldn't be saying shit like that or I'll fuck you up. What'd you say to me? Screaming? Whatever. It's gonna happen. I can't hear you, Capcom. Are you yelling at me for something? I'm screaming right now. Cursing? It's gonna fucking happen. Just deal with it. But yes, you shouldn't harass nobody. There should be no physical or cyber violence here. No collusion. Mm. No cheating. It's, no interfering with your sh- with the event shit, their equipment, their hardware. Don't intentionally delay or slow down or manipulate the gameplay. Or in other words, I'm assuming, I guess, the tournament because gameplay is, is a little weird. Intentionally disconnecting the network cables. Like, yes, don't fucking pull the plug. Even though we're playing locally or or if we're playing online, you're intentionally fucking pulling your internet. Like, you shouldn't be doing that. Disobeying or showing noticeable disruptive or descent. Uh, disruptive dissent at the reasonable instructions or request of the event organize don't be a dick to organizers and their fucking people they're putting on the event players will adhere to all health and safety protocols you know if they have a if they have a fucking mandate to wear masks you wear a fucking mask you don't wear the mask you're guess what that 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 to can look at this fucking sheet and go you violated fucking exhibition one uh Fucking section K. Get the yeah. fuck out of here. Yep. And Capcom will be like, you did. There's the proof. You're out. Like, <laughs> that's all it is. Like, don't tamper uh, uh, any other unknown or unknown manner of tampering with gameplay. Don't fucking use glitches I mean, that, you know, you may or may not be known, right? None of this is fucking new. This is how you should be carrying yourself anyway. Like, doesn't mean you can't be hyped. Doesn't mean you can't fucking pop off. There's nothing like that, right? I, so this doesn't really take anything away. I think it's more the fear for some who are like, Oh, but I want to be with my boys and drinking and talking shit. And it's like, look, okay, I get it. Do that in the fucking but, hotel room or in the agreed. venue in the allotted spots to do it. Do it at the yep. fucking bar. Or if they have a VIP section or a, just a section alone just for drinking and stuff, go do it there. doesn't mean you have to be doing it everywhere. And like, also, it, like, pose yourself a little bit. It's high. By the way, this logo stuff, this goes for anything. I mean, my school. This, my, exactly. My this logo yeah. shit goes yeah. for everything. I've literally seen them. this exact same thing for fucking Fortnite. Like, yeah. they're like, you're, seen it for League. League, League is like, you're only allowed to use these two characters because these are oh, the yeah. characters we're pushing yeah. this <laughs> season. My, my you can't do anything I have, I have been on both. I have used their characters and I've also used the characters they weren't. And guess what? They went, hey, you know what? You weren't supposed to use that character, but the way you did it with the stream looked great. So it was sick. We're not even mad. I was like, oh, <laughs> awesome. I didn't fucking know. Uh, but now I do. Yeah, my college. All right, cool. My college, they, they always said, you know, as they sent out a new logo, they're like, please don't disrupt the logo yeah don't fuck with our don't fuck with our property that's all they're saying here don't fuck with our property don't change the your your brand event like if you want to say you know street fighters at your event it's got to say your event featuring street fighter that's been done before don't you don't have to fuck with it you don't have to change the logo colors you don't have to move their logo you don't have to fucking morph compress i mean they give it to you the way it's supposed to be like i yeah they're 
they're I going get, to have assets for you to use. Like here's I, like the highest resolution PNG of the fucking logo. Go nuts with that. Just don't fuck with it. I can tell you firsthand for running because uh, I ran a nocturnal GG event. They gave me everything I needed. They said don't fuck with anything. Don't change the font of anything. This is exactly what we want. And, and it's funny enough, I actually had to because they didn't give me everything 100%. But they said, hey, next time, don't do that. But it's okay. You did all right yeah, this so, time. Don't do it next time. So so the biggest takeaway, honestly, like I said, it's just like these qualification criterias. Like, you know, a lot of people are going like, well, fuck you, Capcom. I'm going to do what I want. Like, yeah, you're, you absolutely can. You know, they can come cease and desist you or whatever. You get I, will the they do that likely? No, unless you're a big event and you're blatantly not playing by the rules with them. Because they're like, you can play it. They're like, here's a here, you can do your thing with it. These are just some of the rules and regs that come with it. And that's absolutely normal in esports. Because once again, the TOs, the community, as much as we empower the scene and we grow the scene, we have no power over it in terms of the ownership. We have no ownership. There is no ownership. I, as much as I could say I played Street Fighter for 20 years, 30 years, whatever, I don't own a lick of it. Neither does Static G, neither does Meza, neither do any of our listeners. I don't know if you're, for some reason, somebody from fucking Capcom. Then that's like, a, like maybe do, a different story. Do you story. think? But uh, this actually piqued my interest now because I know it's a little bit more open and they're kind of like everybody's expressing their, their concerns now. Do you think mm-hmm. this is just their way of saying, Hey, you guys missed this before, but now we're officially showing you that we're more yeah. integrated. Yeah. Like how these other companies that have actually been doing this exactly. for years, now we're there too. And you have to understand, you're going to have to get with the program. Because I know Gears of War, when we had them at you know Big E events, at first it was kind of a fucking shit show. I'm not going to lie. And then it turned into, hey, no drinking on the floor. No, no saying this about XYZ's mom. No using these words. And when they got to the world tour that they did... They weren't allowed mm. to say all that stuff, but they were still allowed to be loud. They were still allowed to be Gears of War guys. They were and girls, yeah. and and even with COD, I still see the same thing. So I I think people just need to just kind of shut up and just enjoy the ride. <laughs> it, yeah, it's I'm, there. It's here. I, so I'm, I mean, I mean, they don't have to just like shut up and just take everything. Like I don't know questions for sure. Yeah, there's definitely questions in here. I still want to have and be like, Captain, what the fuck do you mean by this? Or like, you know, there were some people like the street writer. Uh, who had been working on both sides of this? He, uh, I think, had a big involvement in the in the contract. Um, is like open to be like, hey, you know, if you have any questions, let me know. It's like, all right, cool. Like, I'd, I, I, matter of fact, I'm probably gonna tweet him, be like, yo, if I run an event, if I run a weekly, I'm paying this amount. Like, does Capcom really give a fuck about what I'm doing? Do I really need to go through this process? This is just a weekly. This has nothing to do with the Capcom Pro Tour. It's just me and the homies. Like, is it that really that big of a fucking deal? Also, Why I expect Mr. Capcom to show up like Phoenix Wright and be like, fucking objection, bitch. If we like, have to think uh, about it, also, we have to think about what about Maturino, right? So, like, what if I you run an event and Maturino gets up to a thousand or two thousand dollars? That's and a, you didn't intend great, for it to get there. That's a great Those, fucking question. It's scary. Do they go Where after? Does that now, hit? Do they go after Maturino? Or do they go after the person who's running it? Or do, like, what do they shut down, right? Because I don't think they're going to yeah. shut down Maturino. They're going <laughs> to, Maturino's going to be like, well, fuck maybe, you. We just maybe, take it off the maybe, game. Maybe, maybe Maturino then, you know, if you're running Street Fighter Five, they always cap the amount that you can get up to, uh, right? So that way you that don't bypass crazy. that, right? Like, you know, you could be like, you could donate, you could add, you can still crowdfund, but it can be a max of $2,000. So that way you don't have to worry about that threshold of hitting fucking an esports license because then they could be, liable because then you know there's a lot of shit yeah. in here that's just stating the usual stuff like capcom's not liable for shit they they won't reimburse you for nothing if 
you, you know, present the game and little Timmy hits uh, hits Jimmy in the fucking eye and he has a bruise because he saw Ryu do it. Like, you can't be like, oh, well, that's Capcom's IP. It's like, oh, nah, <laughs> motherfucker. Like, you, allowed you know, them there, we, are, we are free of all claim. That shit is all here. A lot of this is just to pass off, obviously, the responsibility or rather, you know, the, the accountability of, of an event because Capcom cannot uh, uh, run these events. They cannot, like, you know, enforce all these events. That's on the third-party TO that took the responsibility, took the ownership, the cost, the 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 work to get it done like they they deal with that that's what a lot of this is it's to very much also save their ass let's be very clear which is typical typical of these companies to do um when they're allowing third parties to just take their ip and and run independent uh, events with um but this honestly you know don't be surprised if we might see this in another year with another company maybe the next arc revo maybe fucking kof maybe bandai namco is gonna come and kind of tweak the community license because you know very much like has been said in our previous episode like the, the fighting game community has a very much like watch mentality when it comes to adapting things so let someone do it first mm-hmm. and then it'll slowly trickle down and become the norm later right like you know it's going to happen when shit like pcs happen and become the norm like it just takes some tos to do it to eventually maybe it makes their way down adapting these lights you know this community license and shit is another it's just another version of that um but there is definitely still some things to, some to question areas. and ask about. Of yeah, course. there's definitely some gray areas that we would love to most likely as a community get some answers on. I am very much I behind that. I don't think we're that. going to. I mean, I, I, over, want to I, think, I think absolutely there, we can. I think we can, and, and they should. But uh, yeah, like it's, it's, it's really about control. It's about regulating. It's about you know their, their move into the esports scene, into the esports atmos for real. And it just comes with some restrictions. I'm sorry, guys. I guess the facts. That does not mean there's no fun. That does not mean you can't have an event happen. You just have to go through a little bit more red tape, which, yes, it sucks. It would be great to just be like, yo, Saturday, $1,000. Throw up the fucking video. We'll be there. I'll be there. Pop bonus. Uh, Strippers. Woo! All that. Uh, And then you run the event. Like, okay, no. If you're putting up that amount of money, you got it. And you want to stream it. Like, the other avenue is like, you just don't stream it. If it's it's not going to be broadcasted, you can cut all ties there. But then again, if you can't broadcast it and that's not a big part of it, then it doesn't really affect you. But if something you want to do, if it's a an event or a brand that you or or you have obligations for viewership because of sponsors and all, and you have to fucking stream it, you gotta abide by these fucking rules. And once again, it's not deliberate to kill scene the scene or anything like that. It's just like you gotta you gotta play ball and in, in the world in the world of esports you kinda have to play ball like this with with the developers because once again we don't have ownership. We don't have power over this kind of stuff. So yep. it it was eventually going to happen, guys. It's esports. Yeah. Esports, and esports, whatever you want to call it. The the part that they didn't want of esports, I believe, right? Like I just saw another yeah. tweet just now. Somebody said, "Oh, I I saw a legal document I didn't want to read today," and I'm like, "Bro, uh, I like, I, I'm just." My only question is: Does this mean that Capcom's going to start throwing more money towards big more events? I mean, maybe, I mean maybe. More with, with, with this, with this kind thing. of regulation, it could mean that, like you know, or, hey, we have it on deck that you know these. Third party TOs, you know, they do this, do that. They they play by these rules and this line and stuff. And that could be a reason why sponsors might jump in. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. They have their infrastructure down together. They maybe fucking Arby's will re up now because they're doing this shit. This just no, feels like cool. tournament or for tournament organizers. I'm going to be real. The way they're presenting it, it seems like it's just for tournament organizers. So, like myself or you, if we just threw an event together randomly, we're not really tournament organizers. 
per se. We're just in, uh, maybe an individual throwing something together for the community at the time, like right then and there. Does that make us tournament organizers? Because necessarily, it's not really, is it? I mean, that's this is our gray area, right? Now we have that's the gray area we have to figure out. I feel are we tournament organize considered tournament organizers if we just throw a, a random hey I want to have my my Discord you know super people Nitro players or my tier mm-hmm. three fighting a little thing is that making you a, t- a TO at that point? So I think mm-hmm. we need to get that also cleared out too. This yeah. could also yeah. be them just re refocusing because of. After pandemic, they've had two years of not having actual truly in-person, so to speak, events that were up in arms or on the fence that now they probably already found a team. They got a team and now they're like, okay, we're seeing things sort of clear up where we want people to sort of apply for the CPT. If we're going to do CPT fully this year, how far are we going to go? What do we want to do? What legal actions do we want to take? Especially since what if somebody takes some sort of legal action? You guys are running an event and... Something happens where an outbreak occurs of some sort. That's also I don't know. I didn't read the I didn't read it. I'm just saying there are things that interesting. Okay. Thanks, Dre. I needed <laughs> to see that. Um I don't know if that makes sense what I just said, but uh listen, they 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 needed to sort of re up their work, I guess you could say. Yeah. At the end of the day, yeah. As as Nick Yeti says, just go underground. Fuck the noise. You know what? Mm. I'm also behind it. I kind of like the idea of like, if you want to go against it, build it up. And then we get like that gritty FGC. You want to go back to that? I mean, that's what it is. Go back to struggling for the Arby's fucking food cards as the, <laughs> as the prize pot. Sure. Fucking that's do what it, it's man. Always been, but though. honestly, nowadays it's different. You could be a completely independent brand and, and build and have have support from companies and all that. Just because you are running a game, you don't mm. necessarily have to have a stream. You could just have a bomb ass exactly. event, right? You don't have to stream. Oh no! So you can have this a could, party, and then there's be. there's TV yeah. set up in the corner, and it's like, oh, yeah, fuck hey, it. Hey, ten dollar entry, five dollar entry. Yeah. Those that know, entry? no, come through. Right, we'll see what's up. But oh no, yeah, it's Mad Dog. No, sorry, I just went into Ungbok <laughs> a little bit there. But <laughs> Mad Dog, yeah, Mad Dog. Um, but yeah, he's fucking the elbow. Shout out yeah. to to what is it? Uh, Tony Ja Ungbok. Uh, Tony Ja. Yeah, I I I thought Tom Young. What is it? Tom Young Gong or something? That's like the sequel. To I didn't watch the sequel. I remember yeah, yeah, uh, it's like two sequels. The, you also got the protector. The protector. That's the protector. The That's Oof. what it is. That's what it is in in, in, in English. <laughs> the Taiwanese? protector is the is one with right? the They're one the one shot camera going up. We're we're done. We're yeah. Done. <laughs> yeah. All right. Wait, so that's it, no? man. No, no, no mods this oh, week. Uh, so yeah, it. we're gonna we're gonna de- definitely keep an eye on things. We're gonna keep uh, an eye on. You know how the community is going to be taking this. Some other people that have some also incredible insights are going to hopefully chime in. Uh, we'll do a little bit more research to hear about it, but this is something that we're going to have to deal with one way or another. Um, we'll see how it goes. Maybe Kaplan will come back and maybe do a better explanation. Maybe they'll come out even with a video saying, "Look, nice. we released this, and there's been a lot of you know a lot of questions. We want to address it." We want events to happen. We want the continued support. We wouldn't be here if it weren't for you. This is literally like what they could fucking be saying. Um, but I'm hoping they do something like that to help clear the, the the gray area. But once again, in these legal documents, it's always, always like a gray area. And it, it's done that way by design. So we'll see. Uh, we'd love to hear from you guys. We want to know what you guys' thoughts on it. Is it something we need to adapt right away? Or should we kind of, you know, like I said, go underground, fuck all that noise, get go back a couple years and, and enjoy and enjoy that? Um, 
Let us know. Let us know for sure. We want to hear from you guys at Double Tap FGC for sure on Twitter. Make sure to follow us there. Make sure to tweet at us. Let us know what you thought about it. Of course, you guys can follow me at CrashTechVS here. Uh, I tend to post up whenever I can. Uh, nothing too crazy right now. We will be having... Oh, I'll talk about that stream in a second. Follow my co-host. We got Static Gorilla at Static Gorilla, of course, on Twitter and on Twitch where he's either streaming KOF, uh, Rollercoaster Tycoon, eh, Hearthstone, Call of Duty. I was Duty, trying to make it to oh, Diamond Hearthstone. and Hearthstone and, or Platinum and it just didn't work out. Yeah. Then we got Meza, yeah. FGC, of course, on Twitter and on Twitch. On Twitch, he's streaming Lost Ark PvP mostly right now, right? That's, that's, that's what we're seeing. Just Sorceress, just killing it have a big uh session coming up this thursday i'm gonna try in my best to make uh two lobbies and show off two lobbies at once so i'll probably okay. be doing less playing than uh than uh streaming i mean then you know, okay so so make sure to go follow if you're on your lost ark uh grind mez fgc is the spot to be at of course once again guys make sure to follow double tab at fgc and the mash those buttons network at the mass network to hear about our other shows that go live here whether you're in for apex with spicy boys uh, of course, uh, WoW with WoW Talk, Final Fantasy XIV with Wondrous Tales. Of course, we have the Horizon Zero Dawn, or rather Forbidden West uh, podcast going on right now. If you want to go check that out, it's one of the latest releases out. A lot of shit to talk about there, among our other podcasts. So go check that out at The Mash Network on Twitter. And join us if you want to talk about this shit on Discord and what we're feeling. Uh, if you got a stream that you want us to take a look at, once again, shout out to Zio Zerfe for like kind of pointing us out and Vanessa's strengths and all. Come join us at our Discord, mash.gg forward slash Discord. Get an FGC flair. Come say what's up. Get included in some of our interactive sessions, just like, you know, what's my main say about me, our community questions, mods as well. We tend to post up there. Come join us there. Say what's up. Uh, get some matches in, of course, if you want to play. Uh, we are open arms, man. We're just there to just have some fun. Uh, fuck the noise. Oh, I'm just going to be playing, saying that for like a week now. Fuck the noise. Uh, of course, guys. And uh, best uh, one of the best ways you guys can support this show, sharing, liking, retweeting the show when it goes live, uh, tagging anyone you think might enjoy it, whether it's mom, dad, brother, sister, cousin, neighbor down the street that always beat you in MK3. I fucking hate you, Ralph. Uh, sorry. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, that's the best way you guys can support us, of course, is by sharing the show. It helps a whole lot out. And also reviewing the show. I said earlier on this show, reviewing the show is super, super helpful. Any kind of feedback we can get from you guys is awesome. We'd love to hear it because we want to keep improving the show, kind of do you know do things right by you guys and also make it entertaining because we are giving us the time and we want to make sure it's damn well worth it make sure to give us a shout out give us some five stars on spotify itunes whatever or you know, you know one star if you don't think this shows very much by the way we are currently a five star and hopefully we will stay a five star don't fucking ruin this for me this is the only thing i got anyway <laughs> uh yeah so all love to everyone that's listening we appreciate it. we will be live next week on the 7th that'll be uh, obviously the following monday but we will also have another stream on the 8th. We will be talking Evo. Yes. Evo's out right around the corner, or rather the announcements are, and we want to be full front checking it out. We might even have a bingo card or two to see what games are making it in. So make sure to join us on the 7th, and also make sure to join us on the 8th for another stream then. But it's been all love. I'm Crash. That's Static. That Damn it. Over here. That's Static. Yes. That's Meza over there. Yeah. And we'll see you guys, of course, next week. Peace. Later. See ya. Thanks for listening to a Mash Those Buttons production. 
If you enjoyed the show, you should check out MashedThoseButtons.com and see if any of our other shows might interest you. All of our shows are available on your podcast platform of choice like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more. If you enjoy our content, you can help support Mash Those Buttons by becoming a patron at Patreon.com slash MashThoseButtons, where you can receive Patreon bonuses for as little as $1 a month. You can connect with Mash Those Buttons at Twitter.com slash The Mash Network, Facebook.com slash Mash Those Buttons, or join our Discord at Mash.gg slash Discord. 